Solutions from the multiverse. Hey, everybody. You're here with your two hosts, Adam Browse and Scott Malpin. Hey, everybody. Oh, I'm a little too hot. Turn myself down there. Hey. Yeah, calm down. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it all hot. comes out even in the end. but Does it? does. I'm, oh, because it's on different channels. So yeah, you can I adjust re- them separately. I rebalance yeah. it later. Nice, I'm drinking my fake coffee. Dandelion coffee. Yeah, brought to you by Dandy Blend, your favorite brown bitter drink that has no caffeine in it. It, <laughs> it doesn't have a lot of competition in that category, I, I'll be honest. It's like hot, hot dirt water. With that, well. with that number of qualifiers, my uh, its peers go very down. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. It gets a high score among people who don't like caffeine. Well, so, you know. are we gonna say? Are we gonna do another? I had an idea. I had a solution that came to me through the through the portal. Okay, through the multiversal portal. Yeah, and I'll just tell you the idea. Do it, and then and then I'll tell you a little bit of background, and and we can we can kind of take it apart and see if it's stupid or. I'm okay. game. No, I have no idea where we're going. So. Okay, yeah, where are we gonna go? Who knows? All right, step into the portal machine here um so the idea is what i've i've made this up so i i don't know i get to name it okay so it's it's called it's called mean height zoning mean height zone mean height zoning okay mhz i guess main height zoning and the idea is basically everywhere in every city there's a height that you can't go above in every zone of the city. So currently all cities have what would be called fixed height zoning. Okay. So San Francisco, it's like 95% of the city is 40, like 38 feet, like three stories. And then, then there's certain parts like 5% is like in Soma and stuff. You, mm-hmm. It goes up to, you know, Salesforce tower height or whatever. Giant, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's, but that's fixed height too. You can't go above probably ex- one foot less than Salesforce, whatever Salesforce towers, they pushed it it. to the limit, you know? And then some cities like New York, they do this weird thing where they like, if they're, if they're like, Hey, if you plant a bunch of trees or like build a courtyard, you can have 10 more stories. So they kind of horse trade with the heights or whatever. But the whole idea is it's still fixed height zoning. Okay. So mean height zoning is a different thing. Mean height zoning is where you say, one building is surrounded by a gr- like a grid, right? So each building has probably nine buildings around it, across the street, behind it, all right. and on either side. Sure. If you add, if you if you take the average of all those buildings, you can build on that lot anywhere from that average plus or minus fifty percent. Okay. So that allows people to like it allows kind of a more flexible urban tapestry, a kind of more flexible urban. Yeah, I was going to say, how does that, how would that change? I'm having a hard time imagining how does that change impact an area? Like, what would, what would it look different? Yeah. How would it look different? So, if you imagine like a San Francisco neighborhood like we're in right now, where all the buildings are like three stories tall, Mm -hmm. basically all of them are three stories tall, the average would be three stories. Right. So, plus or minus 50% would be like one and a half. If you say average up, maybe five. So, if you wanted to, you could build a five story building. 
Okay. Currently, that is illegal in San Francisco. Mm. It is illegal for you to build a five-story building because there's fixed height zoning at three stories. We're about at the max in this area right here. Right. So what it would do is allow for people to build more housing, but to prevent people from building skyscrapers because people don't want like skyscrapers next to their houses. Mm-hmm. Right, rightfully so, I think. And a lot of people think. Um, so why is this, so what problem does this solve? Okay, so it solves a bunch of problems. I, that's the question you meant to ask me, right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> why, why is this even I'll a thing? There. I'll why get are there. We talking, I don't know what, I don't know what to say about it. It's a weird, it's a very inside baseball, like urban thing. And I'm like an urban guy. So if, if like an area starts building, so you've got three story buildings now in this area, and then they get approval to get up to five. If enough buildings in that area get to five story, can somebody then go, well, I'm, I'm going up to eight or yep, whatever. Yep. It can, but the city can like bubble up over time. Okay. And it can bubble down. Like Detroit has detract, like shrunk a whole lot. So it, okay. could, it could actually shrink too. Sometimes like a billionaire wants to like build a one story house in like around a bunch of skyscrapers that wouldn't be allowed either. You know, you have to build. I've never heard of within that. The, yeah, it happens. That would seem like a terrible. I would hate to live in a one-story house surrounded by. You'd be like, "Well, it's, I'm a billionaire." It's like the movie Up, right? Everybody will look down on me. <laughs> That's true. That's that, true. But, but some sure, people do it. Some uh, people do they, it. They do crazy stuff, of course. Yeah. Or it's like, or it's like maybe it's not a one-story building, but yeah, they'll, but yeah, they'll build a tiny house or a tiny building where there's a bunch of tall buildings, and it's just weird to be able to be like, I have the status and money to be able to right. plunk a regular housey house in the right. middle of the city where it right. shouldn't be, or some like modern, super modern uh-huh. kind of thing, and they're like, I want this, but it's really <laughs> tiny and and not, you know, and it's right in the middle of a downtown where it's like, no, there's a premium on space. You actually have to build like at least close to the height of things around you. So this would kind of help with that too. That's not as big of a problem. The bigger problem we have is, you know, we're, we're short on housing in the country. Yes. And the, sure. and the biggest reason why we're short on housing is because of the NIMBY YIMBY battle, the, the not in my backyard and the yes in my backyard mm-hmm. people are just at each other's throats. I mean, it's really pretty pretty vicious so the not in my backyard people would be thinking i don't want housing near me the not in my backyard people are like i like my neighborhood the way it is i don't and we have regulations that make it that way if there are rules we follow our rules i like the rules keep the rules right those are the nimbies those are the nimbies and they, they don't want you know they just don't want they don't want skyscrapers to be built in their neighborhood that's their basic fair but the but anyways they get maligned for being like you know backwards and racist and and, and oh, kind of oh. I got mine jack I got mine jack I moved here 30 years ago so I got mine now and screw everybody else yep. so they get maligned that way but I've met a lot of nimbies I know nimbies I, I my you know like I understand and what I what I think it really boils down to is they don't want a skyscraper to go up next to their house okay. and I think that's a good thing to not happen so when sure. I pitched this to NIMBYs, I pitched this to NIMBYs at this NIMBY meeting I went to. I, <laughs> I like walked in. It was weird because I'm more of a is it, uh, is it identified <laughs> as such or how? They call well, it a neighborhood association meeting, <laughs> which just means a NIMBY meeting. <laughs> or the rules meeting for the rules people. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's rules. It's also just Would like they, they will make new rules if it means to keep their neighborhood. Exactly if you walked in and you were like, you know how we're all NIMBYs? 
Do you think they would go? Yes, oh, they wouldn't like that. No, no it's right. like hipsters. Yeah, it's very, they don't. It's like a hipster doesn't like to be called a hipster. Same thing. NIMBYs don't like to be called NIMBYs. They're like, like, no, no, I'm very open minded. I would like to call us NIMBYs, and they're like, not in my <laughs> literally. That NIMBYs. term is not allowed in my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you to leave now, <laughs> Mr. Browse. <laughs> they don't even notice the irony. Yeah. So I went to this meeting and okay. I said, I said, I was just, you know, chit chat. It was just people were chit chatting, you know, cucumber sandwiches or whatever, you know. And I was like, you know, hey, I'm, I wore like a Patagonia and I was like, I own my condo and I love this neighborhood the way it is, you know, mm-hmm. which I do. You know, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, anyways, I can kind of split the difference between the NIMBYs and the YIMBYs, like this idea does. And so I went to the, I went to there and I said to the, one of the couple people, I was like, what do you guys think? What do you think about this idea? Like, what if, uh, what if we said, uh, you know, mean, mean height zoning? Like, what if it was 50% plus or minus the, the average of buildings around it? And they said, that is a great idea. Cause they all know that their kids aren't going to be able to live in this city. Like mm-hmm. they all know that there's costs to, to, to limiting all the housing to nothing. Like they, they do want to be able to allow common sense, like rational, buildings to be built right but they just are totally against the the the, the like towers you yeah know? they don't want a loophole to be exploited by some company who's like bingo we're going up to 130 stories yeah, exactly. right next yeah. to your three-story exactly. house exactly and I they see you. that in the na- on the landscape you know you look at some of these buildings and even phew. though you surround that three-story house with a bunch of 130 story skyscrapers i mean you're living like a billionaire then yeah pretty you're much. living like a billionaire <laughs> lie <laughs> no, but I get that. So if you could guarantee them that there's like, there are strict limits on the right. increase. Right. If you live in a small You get area, more people on board. You yeah. get more YIMBYs yeah. out of NIMBYs. Well, so the NIMBYs, this is what they said. They said, they said, that's a great idea. The YIMBYs will never go for it. Oh, they yeah. want towers. They want no, they want rabid Wild West libertarian, no zoning laws. Everyone just build, 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 baby, build. So they're saying that's what their perception of the Yimbies were. Of course, we would be reasonable, but they are never going to be reasonable. So we're not going to have to. Yeah, yeah. So they said that's a great idea, but they would never go for it. So then I was like, that is not what I thought you would say. Like, I'm really happy they said that because that was like saying they actually liked the idea. Mm -hmm. Because to me, I'm I'm basically Yimby. Like, I'm like, let's build more house. Let's like really build more, a lot more housing. Uh I mean, I don't like towers, but I like building a lot more taller buildings. You know, like eight. You know, like Paris, like six to eight ten story buildings are sure. really beautiful i think anyways so then i was like okay well i went and hung with the yimbies because i hang out with them like i don't know every couple of months i'll go to like a yimby meeting the yimby meeting yeah yeah and i'll go to the yimby meeting and well, I, yeah. I mean i feel like Please, i need to be in. fair yeah. what's what's an example of a yimby meeting it's an actual organization sf yimby is the organization oh really they, they have so like organizing meetings. if you call them yimbies they're, they're like, like yes, yes. <laughs> they, they <laughs> They have avocados in their Twitter name description. Okay. So Wait. if you ever see an avocado in a San Francisco, I think it's all it's countrywide, but you know, New York or San Francisco, if you mm-hmm. see an avocado, that's a millennial Yimby ironically saying the inside joke that it's very deep actually. It's like so this Australian millionaire billionaire guy said, right. young people can't afford houses because they're eating too many avocado toasts. Perfect accent work. Uh, yeah, great. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> so bad. But so all the that's obviously insane. Like avocado toast is not yeah, the reason sure. why giant structural but that I've economic heard the problems. avocado right. toast thing. So these Yimby millennial Yimbies were like, F that guy. But then they embraced it, and they were like, "Yeah, we're eating avocado toasts, but we also want to own homes, 
And so they put avocados in their name tags. So gotcha. that's how you know it's a Yimby. They have gotcha. an avocado. Okay. Anyways, that's really... So now everyone really knows about Yimby. I've just outed a bunch of Yimbys on Twitter. No, they want they, you to know that they're Yimbys. They do. They're yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're Yimbys. Yes. Yep. They're public. So I went to this meeting. I'm in the meeting and I say the same thing. I say, hey, uh, what do you guys, you know, like, what do you guys think? Like, what if we pass, like, what if we proposed, you know, mean height zoning, 50% mm-hmm. average buildings, 50% higher, lower. And that became the zoning code for, for the whole city. Cause you don't need it. You don't need to have different laws for different parts. Then you can just have that for the whole city. Right. You could even have it for the whole state. You could even have it for the whole country. You could pass. I mean, it would be crazy, but you could because short places would stay short and tall places right. could go taller. And, and and things could migrate. Anyways, and they were like, they said, that's a great idea. The NIMBYs will go for, go for it. <laughs> the NIMBYs want nothing. They were like, the NIMBYs want absolutely no change. Hatfields so they'll and McCoy's never do here. it. They're just eternally at war. That's what I'm saying. They're like the Butter Battle Book. The Butter, the butter Battle Book? I isn't that, isn't that Dr. Seuss? Or they, they have the butter, one butters their bread on the top and one butters their bread on the bottom and ne- never twain shall meet. I yeah. didn't. I don't know this. Oh my God, your Dr. Seuss knowledge is deeply I was lacking. saying Hadfield McCoys. I don't know oh, this Dr. <laughs> I don't know this Dr. Seuss reference. It's like Capulet Montesquieu, Jets and Sharks, Butter Battle Book. They butter really, Battle Book. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the butter on top, butter on bottom. Classic. Gotta butter check it battle out. Book. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a commentary on the Cold War. I'm going to try and use it. I'll try and slip yeah. it in later this episode. Somewhere. Okay, good, good. I'll see Throw if back. I can use it correctly. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have faith in me. Okay, I can okay. do it. You can I'll do it. it. You can do it. So that was the crazy thing. They responded the same way as the NIMBYs responded. They yeah. said, we love the idea. And they weren't just saying, oh, we love it because you know we're just trying to be polite to you. They were like, that's a great idea. Yeah, that would build a lot more housing. That would be really nice. But the NIMBYs will never go for it. So mm-hmm. what this shows is the clear kind of, they're both projecting this like boogeyman onto the other mm-hmm. person and saying, oh, the Yimbies, they just want, eight, you know, 800, you know, 100 story glass towers. And the, and the Yimbies, are, they think the Nimbies are, oh, I don't want any, they want nothing. They, they refuse to have anything. They right. want the buildings to be torn down mm-hmm. or something. And it's just insane. It's, it's stupid. They actually can compromise, but you have to give them an idea like this one that they both agree with. Right. I mean, it's a, it's a classic case of we're having a duel and neither one of us wants to have this duel, but no, nobody wants to be the first person to put down their gun so that they can, so that they can end yeah. it. And no one, and I mean, no one, no one's ever heard this idea either. I mean, it could sure. just be that they're just, you know, anyways, I've never heard we're, that's where we're making mean the podcast. Height, yeah. Mean height zone? Mean height zoning. Nice. Instead of fixed height zoning, which is what we have already. Now, can I devil's advocate a little bit? Oh my God. What if some evil, like, evil billionaire wants to take the tallest building in the city and go, all right, one and a half times right now, I'm going to build a crazy super high. Well, he can only do the average of the buildings around. Oh, I guess so. You can't just double the. So like the Salesforce tower is way bigger than anything else. It is. So It may pull up the average a little bit, but it doesn't, it doesn't make it, you know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't give you that ability to just skyrocket. Okay. And next to sales tower, Salesforce tower, you might be able to build a building Kind of like the height of the Millennium Tower, which is a little bit shorter than the Salesforce Tower. So in a way, it almost, we're almost kind of already following it naturally. Ooh. But this would codify it so you could have this sort of smooth. What if, now I know San Francisco might be strange because it's earthquake zone. Is that a, is that a factor in, in San Francisco, what the limit is already? I no, guess not. It used to be. 
It okay. used to be like, oh shit, the buildings will fall down. But now they have this sophisticated, you know, engineering stuff where they can they buildings can, never fall down. I'm sure they some of them fall down, but they do these weird like ballasts and they drill down to the bedrock and they they do all this interesting stuff to to protect. It does seem like yeah, the technology is yeah. always advancing, especially in how to make better, longer lasting, or more economical structures. Whatever. Right. Right. So yeah, so in San Francisco, the high, also in San Francisco, the whole point of mean height zoning would not be to have a whole bunch of really tall earthquake, you know, prone buildings. Sure. The point would be to take the ninety five percent of the city that it's illegal to go above three stories and allow for some five story buildings to be built. Like that's the main goal. Because you never rebuild the entire chunk at once, but when it's being right. rebuilt piece by piece, now. The limit would be like, oh, kind of move, yeah. maybe we could put this into a high person housing area where we could right. solve an issue that's already here right. in, a, in a bigger way than we could before. Yeah. One thing about this that um, kind of calls goes back to like why this what this podcast is about mm-hmm. is actually if you look at uh, I was just listening to an episode of Ninety Nine Percent Invisible. It's fantastic. Right. I'm Roman Mars. It's just- <laughs> Good. Yeah, there you go, Roman Mars. He he does this great podcast, and there's an episode called The Missing Middle. It came out a couple month, maybe in May, a couple months ago. Fantastic urban, you know, it's a design podcast, 99% Visible, mm-hmm. and it is it is great. I recommend it to everyone. And in that episode, they do, in all their episodes, you know, they, issue, they talk about problems or kind of histories and things, but they always talk about like problems. And when they talk about problems, they just talk about problems the whole time. So if you listen to that episode, the missing middle, which is the middle between short buildings and tall buildings. So there's a missing, if you look at American cities, it's like single house, single family suburbs. And then it's just like downtown, but it goes really tall Uh and there's no middle ground. And those middle height buildings are actually really desirable. Like those are the cities that are like brownstones in Brooklyn, Mm. Parisian, you know, flats. Like those are the, the the things that people who want to live in cities want to live in those buildings. But San, American zoning laws, like it's like illegalize the the missing middle. So, but anyways, you listen to that podcast. It's it's just all the the problem, and they don't present a single solution except, uh, we should build more of those. But it's illegal to build more of those. That's not a viable solution. But changing the zoning laws gradually through like a thing that can scale up on its own and sort of contains but allows for growth at the same time right? would do that. It would allow the missing middle to emerge, yeah. Mm-hmm. So from a design perspective, you'd like solve this, what is literally like a holy grail in urban design is how do we get the missing middle to be built in American cities? Mean height zoning would do that. Yeah. So it would solve the NIMBY-YIMBY debate. It would build, it would sol- hopefully somewhat over time would solve the housing crisis it would also make cities more livable and beautiful as this missing middle got built. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it would also help the climate because if more people live in dense, multi-use, transit-oriented cities and neighborhoods, then fewer, fewer little cars, commuting, and, Yeah, less yep. commuting, yep. fewer emissions. Right. Uh-huh. So there's like a lot of like downstream effects from it, but it's a really simple law. It literally is like 20 words, you know? Buildings can be the average, you know, plus or minus 50% of the build. You know, it's it's such a simple law and it replaces all zoning height restrictions because you don't really need any of them after you have that. Right. You know, I mean, you could add little thing here or there or whatever, but. It, I mean, it sounds like the, the not simple part of it is getting 
the Yimbies and the Nimbies to trust each other enough to like extend the hand and enact it right. together to be, right. you know, to, to be like, you're not going to, you're not going to screw me at the last minute here and flip it over. It would solve a lot of problems. Yeah. But you were saying that politically it would be, it would be hard to get that conversation started because they already are so at each other's throats. They, they've already built each other into these boogeymen. Uh-huh. You would have to, it feels like you would have to create a, a meeting of a new association where yeah. I'd be like both the groups Tutu. feel welcome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be like the Desmond Tutu of the of the Nimbies and Yimbies. <laughs> Maybe we could get. Oh no, he passed away. Damn, I thought we could get Desmond Tutu himself. Just ring him up on the come, phone. Yeah, and I'd be like, "Truth and consequences." Come so, on, or what was it called? Truth and reconciliation. I, Truth and reconciliation. Desmond Tutu, South Africa. I definitely believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have this reference in my head though. <laughs> all my south african knowledge i think comes through nelson mandela and i'm mm-hmm. woefully under desmond tutu'd oh yes you gotta go you gotta you know tutu is he's he's a worthwhile christian scholar and global figure so yeah 99 percent invisible all of their podcasts they talk about the problems the point of this podcast is we talk about solutions Solution. and solutions uh-huh. nobody's heard of that are just new, because that's what we need. We need a lot more new. And, and, and if we're wrong, that's fine. If, if people are listening right now and they say, Mean Heights Only will never work because I know more about this than either of you, because you probably do, because I don't know very much really about this, then, you know, let's start a conversation. Well, I mean, that's the point is, right, yeah, start a conversation, be, create a starting point, and then somebody goes, well, here's how you would, you, you're, you would run into a problem here, there, right. and the other place. So here's right. how here's the tweaks one, two, and three right. that you would have to do. And then yeah. you go with, I mean, you iterate, right? That's, that's what you do. You start with a skateboard, and then you just continue to build it into a rocket ship. That's right. To use an analogy. That's right. So, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I think Bar- you could barter peace between the, uh, the Yimbies and the Nimbies and end the butter battle book <laughs> i couldn't figure i fa- i thought i i could feel that we were wrapping up but i couldn't find a way to shoehorn it in. but i refused to go down without a, without an attempt throwback am i using that right i'm using that right throwback. yes yeah what's your favorite dr seuss book oh it's easily fox and socks easily oh I, i'm a i'm a big fox and socks head that's cool i love that one how about that's yourself cool. Bartholomew Cubbins and the 500 Hats. Okay. It's a super uh, underrepresented one. Yeah, I was going to say, we might have had different Dr. Seuss libraries because I'm not, I'm <laughs> not familiar know, with yours. I don't know Fox and Socks. Oh, Fox I've and never Socks is great. It's, it's a giant book of tongue twisters. So memorizing it or being able to like speed through it was a, a point of pride at one point uh, when yeah. I was a kid to be like, oh, I can, when the Tweedledeedles battle with their paddles in the puddle and the noodling poodle in a bottle full of muddle, this is what we call it, you know, like oh that sort of thing. God. But yeah, that lots of Fox and Socks is stuck in my head forever, I think. Fox and Socks. I'm going to definitely pick that up. It's a good one. That's it's a good, good. one. I got to find Mr. 500 Hats, Bartholomew. Oh, yeah. Bartholomew Cubbins and the 500 Hats. Okay. Yeah. So it's so, all about iteration. It's about iterating and how the hats keep getting better and better. That's, I mean, that's got to be where you look at when you hear solutions like this, you got to not just go like, oh, it's not going to work because of that. You go, oh, what if, what would we, 
what if it did work? How would we, what would right, it look right. like? How would we change right. it? Or, or whatever. you're saying that, what does that spark for me? Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, another interesting thing about this is people think, you know, when people first hear this idea, I've talked, I talked to, I don't know, five or 10 people about this idea. And people often say like, oh, that's really like weird and new. It actually isn't because San Francisco already has mean uh, building uh, setbacks. So explain what that uh, means. That means like if you're going to build a new building and your neighbor's house is like forward closer to the street and your other neighbor is like back pulled back from the street, they're set back Uh further. Then you have to be in the average between them. You can't jut up right up on the street or, or go back to the, give yourself a huge lawn. Yep. You can't do it. You have to do the average. So we're just doing the vertical of a thing that's already working horizontally. Perfectly horizontally. Yeah. So it's not new. It's not totally new. Like out of left field. It's the thing we're already doing in one plane. We just turn it upright. They don't do the plus or minus 50% thing because they're trying to make the, the street be this smooth sort of sinuous you know, the, the the eaves and stuff should all be sort of smooth. They don't mm-hmm. want it like choppy. But with the height thing, you know, you want to give people a little bit of range. What if they want a peaked roof or what if they want, you know, whatever. Right. So you give them the plus or minus the 50% uh-huh. round up. I think round up, but. Yeah, and, or or figure it out at, in practice. You're like, what would builders, what do you think? would? What do we do when it it's gives the them freedom. It gives them the ability to do, to make choices, yeah. you know. And sure, it doesn't say you can just do anything because then they'll just do what capitalism says, which is to like build the tallest Someone possible building. It's be a total stupid, right? Jerk about it, yeah. right? So you can't just say do anything, but you also can't. This fixed height thing is like so night, like twentieth century, and we're in the twenty first century. It does it. feel, yeah, it does, yeah, it does feel a bit antiquated for sure. Yeah, you wouldn't even have to do the rounding to story. You could literally just do the feet, and then do exactly uh-huh. plus or minus fifty percent the average feet. Oh, yeah. And then you wouldn't even need to say how many stories it was, you know, so you wouldn't have to do any rounding, which I think there'd be a huge political battle over, should we round up or round down, <laughs> right? So let's get rid of that off at the outset. Yeah, there's got to be a battle over something, oh, yeah, so we got yeah. to pick something minute yeah, to fight over. Might as well the, be that. The Jets and the Sharks will never stop. The, the Butter Battle oh, book continues keeps going. unlimited pages. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Seuss, known for his long, unending books. Yes, like you know, Charles Dickens, Herman Melville, Dr. Seuss, Tolstoy, <laughs> Seuss. <laughs> we should discuss Seuss. Tolkien. We've, we're right, now a Dr. Seuss. We've got yeah. We we're switching. Seuss from the multiverse. That's that's right. Oh yes, SFM. Seuss from the multiverse. <laughs> new brand. <laughs> All right, I think we covered it. I think so. so. We'll just, we'll I, I, it, I understand it now, and I'm on I'm on board with you. It makes sense. Let's see what our audience eviscerate. See if our audience can eviscerate it. Absolutely, that'd be great. All, All right. right, thanks, Scott. Thanks for another one, and uh, until next time. Yep. See you. Bye. Bye.